popsyndicate.com. Your one stop for all your unhealthy obsessions. Breaking news and in-depth reviews on all of your favorite movies, music, TV shows, podcasts, comics, books. Popsyndicate.com. Misinformation podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Georgia, Georgia, the whole day through, just an old sweet song keeps Georgia on my mind. I said a Georgia Georgia Welcome to Misinformation Episode 75. I'm Zach. And I'm Weller. Wow, what a perfect lead-in. Little little Ray <laughs> Charles, some Georgia on my mind. The perfect a little tribute to our, our trip together to the, the the dirty south, I believe Nelly calls it, or some other rap star. Of indiscriminate origin, one of those guys. Yeah, the Atlanta, the home of peaches, and quite possibly the most friendly Hooters waitress on the planet. Southern hospitality is very true. I I think they're faking it, but I'm buying what they're selling. <laughs> yeah, that waitress was a thousand times nicer than the waitress we had in Chicago. Oh, that she was a fucking bitch. The one in Chicago, the uh, the Wells, the Wells Hooters in downtown Chicago. There's a little curly haired blonde chick. Do you remember her name? Because I want to fucking out her to all 250 of our listeners. I have no idea. I I just know she's a bitch. <laughs> For no fucking reason. Because I wasn't even a little bit smarmy. I was nothing but friendly to that girl. And she hated my fucking guts. How about Stacy? That sounds like a bitch name. <laughs> I, 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 fuck, <laughs> sure. Stacy. Fuck you, Stacy. Yeah, fuck you, Stacy. I hate, <laughs> fucking hate you, Hooters waitress. Stacy, I don't even know if that's her fucking name. Or probably some nice Hooters waitress named Stacy. Probably Hooters waitress of the year, Stacy, is like, what the fuck? <laughs> what do these two bald fucks think they are? Uh, but for no good reason. We, it was, it was uh, me, there was me, you, uh, Teresa, and Teresa's boyfriend, Chris. Uh, Teresa and Chris gave us somewhere to stay the night before we flew out for Atlanta. And then Teresa... Uh, drove us to the airport. So thank you to Teresa uh, for driving us to the airport, and thank you to Chris for allowing us to stay in your fucking mansion. <laughs> that is yes. the biggest apartment I've ever been in in my life. The, the square footage of their apartment is easily way more than the square footage of my main floor and my upstairs combined. Massive. It's fucking huge. <laughs> well, I walked in and I was like, oh, this is pretty nice, and I thought they're like maybe their bed fold, their couch folded out into their bed. Oh, no. No, it was like a fucking two bedroom, two bath, like. Oh! <laughs> a bar is fucking huge. You could have played football in there. Like, <clears throat> like, not just arena football, but like a real football game. Like, they probably had AstroTurf rolled up in the corner. Ridiculous. It's a, a very nice apartment. I, but I digress. The uh, waitress said that. All in all. What did I say to her? What did I say to her that made her so fucking angry? You made a mildly witty comment, and that's when the shit hit the fan. But what did I say? What? It was so so in, insignificant, even I don't remember it. It was something like mm. PG-rated smartass. I remember what it was. The fucking, the beers. 
yeah, you wanted the was it the big or the big ones called? Yeah, they called like the Big Daddy yeah. or something. I was like, yeah, bring me the don't call me Big Papa or whatever the heck it is. And she's like, the Big Daddy. I'm like, well, yeah, whatever that is. I'll take one of those. Like, I was just being friendly, right? And then we all put our food orders in, and I'm like, oh, fuck, because our buddy Swartz was going to meet us there. And I was like, oh, uh, uh, I know you just took our orders, but could you possibly wait to put those in? We've got a fifth person coming. And you would have swore to God I just walked up to her, whipped down my pants, and pissed all over her fucking chin. Oh, yeah. Like, she wanted you dead. She looked through you, actually. <laughs> yeah. I felt it. <laughs> you know, it's like you just get a chill. <laughs> like, oh, crap. Had she not, or had had you not been giving her money, she probably would have just slaughtered you on the spot. Oh, fuck. Like, right in the neck. Yeah. Did you hear that, Northern? In the <laughs> neck. <laughs> oh, what did you do, Ray? <laughs> so, yeah. So, that was the the Hooters waitress in Atlanta, however, nicest girl on the planet. Not a single white waitress in the Atlanta Hooters, by the way. No, but they were lovely. Yes, very a lot of brown sugar in there, I tell you what. And she was super duper friendly. And she did she did throw us a hook though. She threw us a curveball. She kinda of button hooked us a little bit. But she's sitting down she sat down at our table for probably easily three quarters of the hour that we were there. Well, she was hungry. That and that but that place was fucking packed. And she kept coming back to our table just being friendly, you know. Um, which is why Jenny also asked me why I tipped her like $10 on a $20 order. <laughs> Cause she was friendly. I was, she was making up for that dumbass Wells street that she did, but she, she, yeah. And we were feeding her too. That was <laughs> so there's, probably there's a big that. part of it. But what did she weigh? Like 105 pounds soaking wet. Oh yeah. I mean, it's definitely. not like she was fat girl eating. She was just like, and I well, sure as fuck wasn't going to eat all those chicken wings. But, however, apparently Northern will after they've sat in the hotel room for three days. Unrefrigerated. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, God. He's lucky he's not dead. Uh, all the booze in his stomach probably killed the germs. <laughs> uh, but she said – and then somewhere I said something about uh, – to the effect of how urban Atlanta is, you know, and whatnot. And she's like, yeah, I don't really notice. I don't date black boys. Turns out she's dating an Asian cellist. <laughs> Well, wonders never cease. Well, wonders never cease. <sighs> mm. I uh, I do want to take this opportunity to point out that we will not be speaking at length about Dragon Con on this cast. Uh, because, frankly, you, you have all heard it already. Yes, you have. And And I see no point. See, we took two weeks off, and everybody else got the opportunity to talk about the Dragon Con experience on their casts, right? So they all, you know, it was like, oh, hey, Dragon Con, great, which it was a, a shitload of fun. Like, I cannot express how much fun we had. I, I Like, I still, when I think back to it, I'm like, holy shit, did that all really happen? It felt like a dream, basically. Oh, so much fun. Like, And it wasn't like it felt like a dream because we were blackout drunk the whole time. We didn't have time to drink. We didn't have time to eat. We didn't have time for time. No. <laughs> like, it, But it was a blast, okay? And everybody else got to talk about that. We took two weeks off to kind of get back in the swing of things and stuff. So we're not going to bore you with basically the uh, audio slideshow that was our vacation. <laughs> because nobody wants to hear a, basically a verbatim repeat of what uh, JJ and Jason went over on Mars Needs Podcast. We were with them pretty much basically all day every yeah. day. Yeah, so what they said, 
we agree with. <laughs> yeah, sweet, pretty much. There was a couple panels they went to we didn't and a few that we did and they didn't, but otherwise I yeah. share the sentiments with what they said exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so listen, listen to Mars Needs Podcast. It's available on iTunes as well as at Podbean. Yeah. Yeah, so there. We've done our part. We've done our part because we were all trying to get together and do like three uh, podcasts. You know, we're going to do a Cabin Fever and we're going to do a Mars Needs and we're going to do a Misinfo. But we didn't fucking have time. No, so, there was not time. Yeah, so Cabin Fever took uh, what we recorded and they used it for their podcast, which great, good on them. It was totally – we knew it was going to get used somewhere. We just didn't know on which cast. If you haven't listened to them, check them out. Yeah, check out – yeah, like we need to push any <laughs> listeners Cabin Fever's way. Like, like they get 200 listeners a week. We get 250. <laughs> <laughs> they get two. Did I say two hundred? Yeah, I meant to say two thousand. Yeah, we're we're trying to get back. It's it's a little rusty. Okay, folks, it's been like three weeks since we recorded a proper show, and uh, there's some bats in the belfry, some cobwebs between the ears, some who's it and some what's it. Things change over time. It's true. Time is on my side. That's for you, Dan. Uh so yeah, we're not gonna go into depth uh, about. A Dragon Con. All I, I will say is everybody I met there was incredibly cool, which I was very nervous about that because I don't post on Quick Stop anywhere near as much as you do, so I really no. didn't know these people very well. No, everybody was great. We met a lot of great people. Uh, we've made, I I think, lifelong friends. Yeah, hospitality the, all around is amazing. Oh, the entire fuck. trip. Yeah, and I tell you, if you get a chance, get a chance to go down to the south, do it. I Everybody there is super nice. I think they're faking but they're very nice. They pull it off very convincingly yeah. well if they are. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure there's some shit talking going on behind your back. But while there's – while I never – aside from at Dragon Con, I never had to wait in line for anything. Anything. And if I even had to wait in a little short line, people apologized profusely. At the hotel to check in, didn't have to wait in line. There were like fucking 10,000 people staying in this hotel. Not a single person in the line in front of us no. to check in. Nothing. Nothing. To get our press passes. Nothing. To get into Hooters, to get into Hard Rock, uh, even really at the mall where there was fucking just people on top of people on top of people. The most time I waited for food was five minutes. There was like yeah, five people in front of you. Ridiculous. There, are, You're looking around you and it's just a fucking wall of humanity. Never had to wait. So while I won't talk about fucking Dragon Con at length, I will talk <laughs> about Atlanta at length. Nice fucking people. Nice. Even the fucking homeless beggars were friendly. Yeah, he did have papers. <laughs> that you guy, don't get, yeah. you don't get homeless papers you very know, often. <laughs> I will say, I still fucking feel terrible about this because this fucking dude comes up to me in line at the food court at the mall, which is where we went to eat because it was dirt fucking cheap, right? It just they had like Subway and all the like a, a like a farmer's pantry, which is basically Boston Market before Boston Market went out of business. Kind of that kind of type of food, you know. And I'm standing in line at I think we were standing we were standing in line for. Uh, Subway? No. Chinese. I was standing Subway in line. and Subway was next to the Chinese. Yeah, place. yeah, yeah. And so we're standing in line and this guy comes up to me and he he looks like shit. I mean, he looks like fucking shit on toast. Like he he's sweating. He's a pretty big dude. He's sweating. He doesn't look good. He's wearing a, a medical bracelet and he's got a bunch of paperwork with him and he's like, "Uh, look, I I hate to bother you and I don't want any money. But I'm having a diabetic reaction and I I, I just need something to eat." And I don't have any money, and I just need something to eat. And I'm like, all right, you know. Uh, he's like, here's my paperwork. He had a fucking he had paperwork from the from the hospital. It was notarized. Yes, notarized with a fucking raised seal on it. He was still wearing the medical bracelet, which wasn't even a little bit faded. 
Okay? And I tell you what, if the guy has the fucking equipment to fake that, he doesn't need my money. All right? <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, I want to tell him no, but he looks bad. And I've seen people with a bad diabetic reaction. And he looks like those people. Okay? Like he's shaking. He's fucked. Right? I'm like, I got five bucks. I can give the guy five bucks. So I give him five bucks and I go, you go right over there and get food. He's like, oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I will. I will. Because he actually was fine with me just buying him the food and handing it to him. But I was like, fuck, I don't want to stand in line with this guy. So uh, I gave him the money and uh, yeah, and I said, look, motherfucker, if I don't see you getting food, I'm going to come and take my $5 back from you. And he just gets this look on his face like, this is that's one weird little dude. <laughs> He's like, okay, well, so he goes and gets in line. And then I realize I have a bunch of change in my pocket. And I'm looking at the prices on the menu. I'm like, fuck, maybe there's going to be tax, right? So I go over, I tap him on the shoulder, and I give him the change that's in my pocket. And I said, hey, this will probably cover the tax. So, you know, that way you can get what you need. Thank you, thank you. And he says, what, what's your name? I said, my name's Zach. And he goes, my name's, uh, my name's Frankie. Frankie? I think it was Frankie. Yeah. I was like, all right, Frankie, nice to meet you. You just take care of yourself, get better. He's like, thank you, I really appreciate it. You know, uh, you know, God be with you or something, something to that effect, you know. I just turn around, I said something to you, and then I turn and look back. Fucking cops are all over this guy, all over him. And he starts pulling out his paperwork. And uh, and I'm like, fuck, what do I do? You know, what, do they have some kind of weird law against here against giving people panhandlers money? And if I walk up and say, hey, man, this is my buddy Frankie, they're going to be like, where'd you guys meet? I'd be like, four minutes ago in line. You know, I gave him money out of my own free will. of a panhandler. I didn't fucking know, <laughs> right? I don't know what I've done. I, don't, I can't go. I'm too pretty for jail, man. I'm too, so I'm watching this go down. I'm like, fuck. They're going to arrest this guy when I gave him money because I wanted to. If 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 I don't want to do something, am I going to do it? No. Exactly. I wanted to give this guy money because I believe that he was sick. Like we had a – we had a there was more to the discussion of me asking him what type of diabetic he was, whether he was insulin dependent. And he, he had all the right answers, all right? So either he's a fucking Academy Award winning actor and has a fucking uncle with a notary business. I, I think that – the risk out the the reward outweighed the risk on this deal. I'm out five bucks to maybe save a guy's life. I'm all right with that. He said he couldn't get his meds till Monday, and I'm like, fuck, Monday's a holiday. You wouldn't be able to get them then either. But I'm also thinking maybe he's not even fucking putting two to two together. Your brain doesn't work when you're fucking having a bad day. I don't care. It's five bucks, right? Five fucking dollars. It's not like the guy talked me out of fifty bucks, right? So they fucking just dragged the guy off. Not like in handcuffs, like, you're coming with us, Frank. You were bashing your skull in. But like... Uh, he was swiftly escorted out the yeah, premises. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, fuck. And the only way I could make myself feel better about it was, please tell me they're taking him to an ambulance. <laughs> I wonder what happened to him. I really do. I, I should have given him my card. <laughs> I have no idea what happened to that fucking guy. And I feel I feel a little bit bad because it cause and they didn't. Here's the fucking kicker. Fuck you, Atlanta police. All right, they didn't even let the motherfucker buy his food. He was breaking the law. But they didn't let him buy his food. He was breaking the law. They didn't take his money. He get to keep his money. Why can't he buy his food? <laughs> I don't know. He why broke the rules. He had to leave. Why didn't they give me my money back? <laughs> they needed to get the guy. I don't know. I guess they wanted the money. I, fuck. It just sucks. You know, nothing about it worked out for anybody. Maybe the fine was $5 and they needed him to have the money to pay 
what fine is five dollars as a parking ticket in Cedar Homo- Falls? Homeless people won't be carrying wads of cash, and they certainly don't have a checking account. <laughs> I'm just saying they probably took whatever was on and be like, "That's your fine. Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> See, now you're now you're subtly implying that the Atlanta police are crooked. <laughs> no, I'm saying the Atlanta police are intelligent. <laughs> They're opportunistic. Flip that shit over. Opposite. Opposite. <laughs> uh, They're clever because they know that if they give the money back, he can't afford to pay for this, his penalties. See, what you want me to do is edit that out, and I'm not going to. No. I'm giving them a compliment because they're smart. Hmm. Well, I'm sure they'll take it as such, sir. I'm sure they will. <laughs> You're fucked if you ever go back there. Our four listeners in Atlanta are going to fucking eat you alive. Oh, Speaking of listeners in Atlanta, or outside of Atlanta... Thank you, JK and Jennifer, for your fucking hospitality. Yeah. And hopefully you enjoyed your fine Scottish whiskey and flowers. As much as I loved Dragon Con, that last night was probably as good as any single moment at Dragon Con. Oh, yeah, easily. Great, great time. Uh, I did notice um, on the uh, on the card, uh, you know, he, he posted a picture of, of the card. Uh, and I know Aaron listens to this uh for some reason, Aaron's name wasn't on the card, the flower card, but I immediately uh, got a hold of JK and let him know that the flowers were also from Aaron because they were just as much from him as they were from us. No, don't you remember? You wrote it in Invisible Ink. Put some, put some <laughs> lemon on the card, JK, and you'll see Aaron's name. I didn't write the card. It was, it's very obviously a woman's Wait, handwriting. I tried setting you up again, man. What? No, I'm just, I'm just saying. It was, it was just... You it, could have gone with those Invisible Ink and it's on there. But why? Because then you, were, you weren't, didn't fuck up. Who says I fucked up? Maybe they fucked up. I assumed well, you didn't. Who did you make to write? Who wrote the letter then? I, I did it over the internet. Oh, so you, it was okay. Yeah, no, I I found some flower shop uh, where JK and Jen live and had them send the flowers. Who sends an electronic letter? <laughs> yeah, who no sends class. A, who sends no a, class. Who sends an email? <laughs> no class, sir. But I immediately I, I sent a, a a thing to JK just to clear it up because. Uh, Aaron, it was just as much Aaron's idea as it was anyone else's. So just so that Aaron knows, if he happened to notice that, I put that out out there permanently on the interwebs that JK knows that they are just as much from you as they were from everyone else. So there. And that, sir, was the end of the story. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I tell you, those fucking ribs were great. Amazing. Uh, you know what I did the other day? I made some. How did they turn out? Pretty good. Not as good because I fucked up one thing. See, uh, I'm not giving away the fucking recipe. That's between me and JK. All right? But part of the recipe is to move them from one cooking utility to another. The second being the grill. Right? Yeah. I cooked them a little too hot on the grill. So it kind of braised the outside of the ribs and, and cooked the outsides a lot faster than they should have been. But other than that, the next time I make them... They're going to be ambrosia. I did the dry rub and everything, man. Oh, it was fucking good. Not nearly. I would say 55% as good as when he made them. And that would still be a pretty good yeah. rub. Yeah. <laughs> <I>, fuck. <laughs> it went, oh. like his were like crack. But he left their, their all on the rack. Like they weren't split. They weren't you know cut up at all. Um, and that's the way to eat some fucking pork ribs right on the rack, baby. You don't fucking split them up before you cook them. Uh, uh, uh. No. But Jenny bought, Jenny bought these and they were already cut. Um, but it worked. I mean, the dry rub, the fucking bacon, the, oh, it's, oh, it's good. 
It's good. I wish there would have been more of them, though. Because when he made them, he made like fucking 20 pounds of ribs. There was like 30 pigs butchered to make mm. those fucking ribs. Mm-hmm. 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 And apparently there were some black bean soy burgers. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, you know, I tell you what, and I give I give our good friend J.J. Hawkins uh, from Mars Needs Podcast. Uh, listen to him. Available on iTunes or uh, on Podbean. Uh, I give him a lot of shit for being a vegetarian. But I tell you what, okay? I found out today, vet, vegetables and fruits, those motherfuckers will fight back. So being a vegetarian isn't quite as queer as I thought it was, all right? I had a fucking grapefruit before you came over, and that motherfucker kicked my ass. <laughs> like, I have grapefruit juice all over the fucking front of me, all over the front of my pants. Like, you go to stab into that with, and I had an actual, like, grapefruit spoon, Stabbed into that thing, and it was like, all over me. I I don't even know where to go with that. Have you ever eaten a grapefruit? I don't care for them. Like a grapefruit half with sugar on it? No. I tell you, putting the sugar on it makes a huge difference. Because grapefruit's very bitter. Put some sugar on top of it. A little granulated sugar. Oh, so nice. Ooh, it's so good. (laughs) Yeah, and I was eating that before you came over. Because still, on a diet, um, (laughs) Dragon Con fucked me on that deal. I was actually losing weight for the first two days uh, that I was at Dragon Con, as you can see in the pictures. But if my final picture with James Marsters, back. <laughs> that was post-Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah. That night, I ate a lot of fucking food and spent a lot of fucking money. Well, I think we all did. I spent, well, between, I got a cup too, so I, I ended up dropping about 70 bucks. At Hard Rock? Oh, yeah. What the fuck else did you get? I had, was it? The beer, the the beer with the collector's glass was like twenty bucks. Well, because the collector's glass was twelve, the glass itself was twelve. Right. And then, I see. I only spent. I spent a little over forty. My meal was thirty. Jesus, but I got. Did you get an appetizer? No. What'd you get? I don't even remember. I was just hungry, and that whatever it was I ordered <laughs> sounded good. I I, I ate a pygmy. Because <laughs> I had an appetizer. I had those fucking. Uh, Southwestern egg rolls, and then a burger. Like a burger, I paid twelve dollars for that would have been a six dollar burger anywhere else. I got fucking raped on that burger, raped hard. You don't go there for the food. No fuck. Well, and I don't even know that you. I wasn't impressed. Like it was loud in there. It was hard to talk. And then they played YMCA, and it just cheapened the experience for me. <laughs> ah. Anyway, we said we weren't going to talk about Dragon Con. So technically we weren't. We were talking about the restaurants in and around Dragon Con. The, the periphery con. Yes, the periphery con. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I, the waitresses, uh, the waitress at Hard Rock Cafe was very nice also. Like, she was very honest. Very honest waitress. She came up to our table and said, look, guys, this Dragon Con thing, we've been really busy. I'm working like a double today. Forgive me for being curt, but time is a factor here. Yeah. <laughs> and I really, really need a cigarette. So I'm going to disappear for like 15 minutes. It's not because I'm a bad waitress. It's not because I don't want to help you. I need a smoke. And I'm like, all right then. Points for honesty. Carry on. I bet she made probably $50 from tips on her table. Well, yeah, because that was the only meal we ate all day, and that was at, what, 9 o'clock at night? Oh, fuck. That was, that was a bad day. We were so fucking busy that day. We just forgot to eat. 
And I don't even think that was the day of your free uh, cinnamon roll, was it? That was, but that was at what when we woke up. I had one cinnamon roll. That's what, the only thing I had the entire day. Up was until, that the same day? That was that day. Yeah. No, that was Sunday. You didn't get the free cinnamon roll that on was Sunday. The last, you got that on Saturday, the last, didn't you? The last full day of the con we were there. That was the cinnamon roll day. Oh, and we've already told that story, mm-hmm. which was played on Cabin Fever. <laughs> which doesn't need your listeners, but you should listen anyway. You know who does need your listens? Mars Needs Podcasts, available on iTunes or at Podbean. Because we love you. That's why, JJ. Yes, we do. Yes. JJ and Jason. Both amazing people. Yes. Jason, not so much on the Mars. I mean, he's guest hosted a couple of times. He's been but, on the last yeah. couple of them. Yeah. He, uh, he sounds like, you know, I was listening, I was watching Frisky Dingo the other day. He sounds like, uh, like a Xander Cruz on Frisky Dingo. A little, yeah. I just like him to bit. me. Just, uh, fucking just spot on to me. I'm not watching Frisky Dingo. I'm like, no wonder you could afford to go to Dragon Con. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> It's not him, but I don't like him. Could be. Um, and real quick before we go, Dana Snyder, nice guy in the world. Before I'm, I'm not going to get into the Dragon Con business, but Dana Snyder was very, very nice to me. Um, we spent a lot of time with him. You didn't get to meet him because no. you were off getting drunk with Blake. <laughs> no, I was drink, getting drunk with Blake because I couldn't find you because your directions were, where are you, Zach? Left. <laughs> Thanks. No, I, no, I told you exactly. I told you exactly where you we're. did not tell no, us exactly bullshit. Where we were. Because when I took you back to that spot, you're like, oh, oh. Well, of course, because when I'm with you, you're like, right here's where I was. Okay, fine. That's yeah, nice but then, now. no, but then you thought back to my directions. You're like, oh, no shit. You said below the bar. Well, the bar. No, I said was below. Like four exa- stories. I above told you flavor. exactly which bar we were below. Exactly, but there was three fucking stories below that bar. I said right below it. They're all, trust me, we walked around every single level of that entire hotel at least four times. I should have just told you we're right by the spot where we usually stand, only I, yeah. 10 feet from there. <laughs> 10 feet from there in a line of 4,000 people. You'll see us. The best part about that was, you know that bar? It was like a, like a loft. And we look up there and we're convinced we see Northern. There's this fucking old guy, long hair. I'm like, what the fuck happened to his cowboy hat? Because this guy wasn't wearing his... I was like, fuck, he lost his hat. He's going to be pissed when he sobers up tomorrow and realizes it. And we get to looking, get to looking, and then one of the people with actual decent eyesight's like, that's not him, but that could be his twin fucking brother. Because at first we were like doing the almost going to wave, and then, oh, it's through my hair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, not you, not you. 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 I'm waving at you. (laughs) That's right, girl. Uh, Yeah. So, and then, but then I told you we were at the hotel bar. Again, there was, what, four bars in that fucking place? In our hotel. (laughs) There were at least two bars. There was the the one in the lobby. In our hotel? Yes. There was one bar. No, there wasn't. You can't count the fucking portable bar over by the karaoke I'm machine. Not. Trader Vicks. Oh, then we would have said Trader Vicks. None of us could afford to go to Trader Vicks. I would have had to go and order a seltzer water, which probably would have been $4 anyway. You know there was no fucking way I was going to Trader Vicks. I told I didn't know. I told Fitzpatrick. I told him I was like, "Yeah, we didn't go to Trader Vicks." He's like, "What? How could you not go to Trader Vicks?" And I'm like, "Because I didn't fucking win the lottery. That's how." 
I don't think we even went in. Wasn't that in the base? Like, even a level, level, level down? No idea. I didn't even see it then. <laughs> no idea. No clue. No idea. I know it was that. in that hotel. I just didn't mm-hmm. remember seeing it. Well, that's the rumor anyway. I have no idea where Trader Vic's was. But even, you know, Snyder usually goes and hangs out at Trader Vic's. And every time I saw him, he was at the fucking hotel bar. Yeah. So, it was good to see him. Good to meet him. Good to hang out with him. Nice guy. Super nice guy. We had a really, really good time. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> He's exactly how you think you would be. Only nicer. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you had a wonderful, wonderful time. <laughs> you got to hang out with Blake? No, Blake is cool shit. I, I, I enjoyed the night anyway. I'm just saying it probably would have been a little cooler had I actually gotten to hang out with. The only night you guys got to mingle with quasi-celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. And then where did, we, where did we find the hookup? Back at the hotel room? I ended up going back. Well, I walked back to the hotel room and just sat there alone and cried for about a good half hour. <laughs> cried. <laughs> the whole time we were six floors down, just hanging out. <laughs> well, that's right, because I came back to the room and you were there by yourself. Yeah. I thought Northern was going to be there and he wasn't. So we couldn't find him until 5.15 in the morning when he calls my phone and to ask me, where am I? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Hopefully gotta, Atlanta. Gotta get, <laughs> he's like, what? Why? Is there a Six Flags here? <laughs> oh, God love him. God love him. Yeah. We worked it out. We gave him directions. Play by play. Thank God for our press pack of maps. <laughs> no, no, no. That was a map I printed off at home before I left. Was it? Home, yeah. was it? Oh, okay. Oh, fuck. All right, let's, okay. Mo- mo- move, moving along. The waitresses are both nice, both very nice ladies, uh, a lot of Southern hospitality, and apparently the women in Atlanta are different than women everywhere else. Unfortunately, because women have changed. Change since, since just period. I'm since their period, yeah, it makes have, them crazy. <laughs> women have changed drastically, especially over the, over the last like fifty years. Like they've done like a complete one eighty. Okay. Like I don't like Explain. using. I don't like. I don't know using a really vague interpretation to judge a whole mass of people, but I'm going there. So deal with the people. <laughs> All right. Right, because of Dragon Con, it totally fucked my sleep schedule. I normally work third shift, so I'm awake at night and sleep during the day. But it was flipped on Dragon Con, and right. then not only was I f- sleeping a opposite schedule, I got used to sleeping four hours a day. As did I. Yeah, I had a lot so of problem with that. One coming back for me was just it took for it took almost a week for me to get back onto my normal schedule again. Right. And because of that, I would be lying in bed with nothing to do, so I'd turn the TV. All I, four channels. There, it, there's some quality in there. <laughs> Judge all you want, but there's some quality. <laughs> and I ended up going to the public te- the IPTV, the public television station. Oh, Jesus Christ! And there's right. there was actually yeah. a really good documentary about World War II, and it was st- it was just, um, people who it was people sharing their personal stories about the war, either soldiers or people that would had worked for something that involved with the war. And anyway, the, the certain segment I caught was a woman, older woman, talking about how when she was in. I believe she was 15 or 16 she was working at a dock at the soda fountain in new orleans with her best friend and they happened to be working on the day that the first ship came back bringing soldiers after the victory in europe so these two girls ve day if you will yes <laughs> continue 
<laughs> so these two were the first American women these soldiers had seen in most likely years for a lot of these people. Right. And the woman that was talking was saying how she was behind the counter at the moment and that her friend was out working tables. And I guess they both just saw this ship pull up to dock and just this massive horde of men came pouring off. And of course, the herd of men noticed these two young women. Right. So they just ran over and started demanding that the girl that was all working tables give them kisses. Wait, demanding? You make it sound like rape. Well, I wasn't there. I'm not going to throw out the R word. But the way the way this the woman was telling the story was that at first the girl was like really shy and she's like no 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 and then finally she gave a couple kisses well then it turned out to she ended up giving like hundreds of men kisses <laughs> and finally she like this girl like freaked out and ran over and got her friend out there so it would alleviate some of the pressure so oh you know what starts this way porno starts this way continue <laughs> it does so anyway this woman is saying that she was roped out there and they both ended up kissing lots of men but her friend got the brunt of it. <laughs> So dirty, <laughs> but it's not. It's not because here's where I'm. Here's where I'm going. So she goes home, and her mother says, as soon as she walks in the door, her mom's like, "How was your day at work?" She's like, "Oh, pretty normal, just the same old usual stuff." Except for I mouth fucked like sixty guys. Her mom says, "Then why is your blouse unbuttoned to button?" And she said she turns bright red. And she told her mom the whole story, and she said she felt mortified that she kissed men that she wasn't dating. But more importantly, why was her blouse unbuttoned a button? One, have you seen old ladies' blouses, dude? There's like a... Th- I, okay, okay. I understand. Another, another point, another point. Today's women, one button unbuttoned, one button on a woman, their tits are going to be fucking popping out of that fucker. But look at an old lady's blouse. There's 30 buttons before you even get to the beginning of cleavage. Right, but why did why was the button unbuttoned? Because that's all it took to make it a little bit more sexy back in the day. Oh, so she unbuttoned it to Like, look literally, good? like a half inch more of, of skin. I thought maybe one of the guys was, like, pushing the envelope. Like, no. I mean, the, the, she even admitted that she was, like, she felt like pride and she wanted to give these guys what they wanted. She felt like a kiss wasn't that horrible. <laughs> I went through the same thing in college, I swear to God. But anyway, this woman, she well, went not with guys. Explained that she, awkward. she was embarrassed and actually ashamed to admit that she just simply kissed on the lips, guys. How many? Like, how many? What kind of numbers are we talking about? Like a, a peck on the lips doesn't. Matter. Yeah, but but wait. If it's like an entire ship full of sailors, even now that's a little fucking whorish. <laughs> like, yeah, this whole ship full of sailors pulled up, and I made out with each one of them. Like, wow, you fucking tramp. You probably have tongue syphilis now. But. <laughs> My point is... Wait, wait, no! This is important! <laughs> because you have to have a barometer for the situation. Well, okay, the, sh- the, ba- like, all right, the battleships back then were just fucking massive. They're the same... I guess the ships are the same size now, but there could have easily okay, been... I have no idea. I'm totally. guessing, just to throw a figure, probably easily 5,000 men on that ship, probably. What a fucking whore! She's lucky that she only got one button unbuttoned. She probably... Now she would have been... Her friend got the brunt of it, so she has to have more than half. So her friend was probably walking worst, like a fucking penguin. At, at worst, she kissed 2,000 men. Oh, at worst. <laughs> really? Really? That's not That's not okay, even by our standards today. There are women that have fucked that many men. Yeah, they're whores. Yeah. But I'm saying it okay, just took but kissing. Not... It took kissing that many men back then to make them a whore. Okay, but but think of it this way. Okay, kissing two thousand men over the course of one's lifetime, a little odd. 
lip slut. But if you do it in one day, you're a whore. I don't care whether it's 1943 or 2009. 2,000 dudes in one day? Okay, stop. Oprah goes fucking nuts on Oprah's Big Give. Puts a wall around the entire fucking city of Chicago. Tells all the women of the world, I have billions of dollars. My name's Oprah, bitch. I will fly you here and give you everything you ever want. Fucking every woman in the entire country goes to this fucking Chicago. Right. And they're there. Oprah locks them up because there's so many presents. It takes months, if not years, to get them out there. Okay. Guys are going to run like the plague because it's, you know, the, no, it's not going to be Where the fuck enough. are you going with this? I'm going with, you're single. All of a sudden, Oprah's like, everybody's got the, everything they want. Time to let them go back home. It has been years. You happen to be, just on the coincidence, shopping at Ikea on the suburb of Chicago. Like, I'm a dude? Yeah. Single. Okay. Hey, you're you. You're you. And you're, I'm going to kiss 2,000 girls? Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying the floodgates are open. All these right. women are coming out. You're one of the first men they see. Totally. You wouldn't kiss. Totally. I'm a guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Sure. Sure. <laughs> right? Right? It's different, right? Right? It's different, and here's why. What'd you do the first night we got back from Atlanta? <laughs> um, that is a segue, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> Take a long pull off that Milwaukee's best light, you son of a bitch. I hugged. In a <laughs> from, special way. You hugged from the inside. <laughs> it's still a hug. Yeah, it's a more like a clamp, but yeah. There was a grown-up hug, yeah. Yeah. Did you do what we talked about? <laughs> Did you? You can sleep well at night. <laughs> Can I get back to my story now? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you most certainly cannot. <laughs> At the risk of <laughs> humiliating parties involved, did you do what we talked about? And if so, how did you explain it? <laughs> I will play stupid. I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. I'm fine, Zach. Oh. Well, I probably I'm fine. I probably got tested after two. <laughs> so. First text message ever to almost give somebody chlamydia. Continue. <laughs> so after this show's over with, flip channels, RTN is one of the like three channels I get retro TV. Oh, I, sorry, sorry. I thought that was that fucking religious channel. Yeah, no, continue. No, I get that too. Do you? Yeah. Really? And they happen to be showing Leave it to Beaver. Oh, you're not going to drink this tonight, right? Oh, yes, I am. No, we're, we're going to drink it together. Where's yours? Upstairs. I'm not going to drink that tonight. It's beer. It doesn't keep forever. I, it's stored in a cool, dark place. It'll be fine. For about two, three months, tops. Well, we'll drink it next show. All right. I just I, I wanted to plan JJ, ahead. JJ, I brought your beer. I was going to drink it, but I guess Zach wants to drink with me, so I will save it. Yeah, I did. I, if I would have planned ahead, I wouldn't have drank two fat tires already. Because two fat tires and that, I'm going to be fucking bombed, dude. Because that's, that's, that looks scary to me. And, like, scary good, but, like, that might be the only bottle I drink scary. Okay, so I'm watching Leave It to Beaver. And as I'm watching the show, I start... 
you know, June Cleaver's playing a huge role. And I'm like, you know what? You can't find women like June Cleaver anymore. I totally thought you were going to say you fucking to June Cleaver. I would. She's pretty hot. Bewitched, man. That's the one. Well, she's smartier, though. I mean, she's, I don't know, totally different worlds. <laughs> but June doesn't show skin. She's not at all sexual, but at the same time, smoking hot. I would fucking love to bend that woman over. So you're Eddie Haskell. Yeah. You look wonderful today, Mrs. Cleaver. So I watch Leave it to Beaver, and then I start thinking, it's like, you know what, like, You get women. that over the air? Get what? Retro TV network? Yeah. Over the air? Yeah. In HD? It's from, it's one of the dots from NBC. No shit. 7.3 or 7.4, yeah. I'm paying $90 a month for cable. I don't know why. There's maybe three or four cable channels I enjoy. Because I watched Beverly Hills Chihuahua the other day and didn't hate it. Oh, God. I didn't love it, but I'm just saying I didn't hate it. I got, but, Dude, I got fucking kids, man. It's a good kids. Movie. I've got Netflix. There's no show. I mean, I, I won't be at the current season, but I can see any shows that were made, basically. It's been a really some Well, TV. you also have the internet, so you have Hulu. Yeah, you can, and TV.com. Yeah. yeah. Continue. Sorry, I keep fucking interrupting you, but that's what we do. So I start realizing that women have done a complete 180. Like, back in the 50s, women were very wholesome and sweet and just wanted to please their man. And kissing was shocking. I mean, it was almost... Like, there's no way you would... Wait, like, well, how do we get to the 50s? Because I was watching Leave it to Beaver. Is that... Is that 50s? Late 50s. Late? That's late 50s? It was filmed in black and white. Well, yeah, I know, but I was thinking earlier. No, it was mid to late 50s. Yeah. 50s nonetheless. And basically now we're at a stage where just women are like... I don't even think they showed this, like back... I Was it the... Oh, fuck. Yeah, they wouldn't even show bedroom scenes back in the 50s between a husband uh, and no, wife. No, they'd be in separate beds. Right. And, and, right. and each person had to keep one foot on the floor. Right, yeah. but look, even totally mainstream TV now, and there's half-taken women everywhere, it's completely slutty and skanky. You never lived in the dorms, did you? No. That supposedly was a rule in the dorms. A girl could come in your room, but she had to keep one foot on the floor. Yeah, that was that was enforced like gangbusters, too. Yeah, um, I fucked a lot of chicks with <laughs> both their feet on the floor, <laughs> I'm just saying. Just throwing it out there. So women basically went from being wholesome, sweet, and man-pleasing... To just man pleasing in the course of fifty years. <laughs> and but what about, the shitty well, thing is they're not even doing a good job at man pleasing. They're the current man pleasing is just I'll fuck a guy. That is it. Period. Well, except for they're kind of self pleasing then also. Well, of course, because they're getting their rocks off too. Yeah. I, so they they've gone from uh, being wholesome and man pleasing to being man pleasing to now being self pleasing. Right. Like, I, like, I like it. I got to get more mine before you get, you get yours. I like it. I actually did some research. and Of course you did. <laughs> I looked up the, this is an actual, from an actual magazine, Housekeeping Monthly from May of 1955. Oh, Jesus. And I highlighted a few little points. This was like recommendations for a woman to be a proper housewife. I love how you copy stuff in longhand. I don't have a printer. It broke. You don't have a printer? No. An artist with no printer. Right. Sad, dude. Well, I I either go cheap or go expensive, and I'm not going to buy a cheap, shitty printer because I know I want a really nice one. Right. So I'm saving up for a nice one. Don't you have a laser printer? No. I thought you did. No. Yeah. Carry on. So 
I've highlighted my favorites. So this is from 1955, Advice for Women on Being a Good Housewife. And I'm not making this shit up. All right. One, prepare yourself. Take 15 minutes to rest so you'll be refreshed when he arrives. Touch up your makeup, put a ribbon in your hair, and be fresh looking. He has just been with a lot of work-weary people. Two, be a little gay and a little more interesting for him. Whoa, 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 whoa. 50s gay is happy. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie my hopes up there for a second. I won't lie. His boring day may need to lift, and one of your duties is to provide it. You like that? Duty. I totally wish it was real gay. <laughs> Three, listen to him. You don't get that a whole lot anymore. No. You may have a dozen important things to tell him, but the moment of his arrival is not the time. Let him talk first. Remember, his topics of conversation are more important than yours. Wow. Yeah. Did you send these to me at one point? No. I've seen these somewhere. Arrange his pillow and offer to take off his shoes. Speak in a low, soothing, and pleasant voice. Um, hey, Jenny. You listening? Because this is some pimp shit right here. And finally, a good wife always knows her place. Know your role, bitch! That's a good ho- according to good housekeeping. The sad thing is, of all those things I just highlighted, never had a single girl do any of those to me. I had or one, for me, I should I say. I had one no I had one be a little gay. Actually two. <laughs> I've had a few claim they were. <laughs> I had two. I there's two. One joined the Navy, questioned her own sexuality, and then another one said that we would have a threesome if a friend wouldn't have thrown up all over my bed. <laughs> so I got to thinking. Obviously America's way past the point of finding a fifties woman, which is probably what I realize I want now. I've got to go to some hick back ass water, third world countries to get a woman. Then, so what you want is a fifties woman, a woman that would just do those simple things like just be respectful and make oh, me a you, meal when I come I, home. I tell you what, you are treading in dangerous territory here, sir. No, I'm not. I'm single. I can say this shit. <laughs> I am. I know, but. Oh, dude. I, I, I'm willing to compromise. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm not a total dick, but I'm just saying, once in a while, some of those things would be great. But would you be willing to return the favor? Yeah. So, like, you would be willing to... Oh, if, if uh, even just once a week, I came home and my woman had, like, a meal ready and just gave me a massage and... Well, I tell you what, once a week you come home and you, your lady is dressed up like June Cleaver. Oh, God. Oh, you'd be finished. Finished just there. doing it once a week. Oh, if, I'd be so happy. Of course, I'd be like nicer to her. Oh fuck, it'd be fucking awesome. It, it's that. I, oh, that so would be. We, the... All right, we do have some female listeners, so no, you might be like, oh, that's real sex and blah blah blah. Fuck you for saying that shit. I'm not. That's that's actually women advice from a women's magazine from yeah, 1955. Years ago. Women's advice to a women's magazine to other women. Yeah, that was 50 years ago, but it's still woman to woman. So now I'm at the point where I need. A 50s woman. <laughs> so like a pinup girl. You want a pinup girl? Well, yeah. Yeah, I guess. And so you basically want a, a 50s woman in theory, but not a 50s woman I want a woman, woman that's like classy and well-respected everywhere else except the bedroom. And there's a dirty, dirty slut. Congratulations. You've just, you've just described every man's dream. 
Yeah, well, yeah, but I'm going to find her, so I'll be different. But what's important is that you have not found her yet. I'm looking. But don't – you have not found her yet, correct? No, no. Okay, good. No, I haven't. Good. Oh, don't worry about that. Good. Don't worry about that. Good. <laughs> you may sleep well at night. <laughs> no, I'm still going to have little nightmares. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not kidding you. I'm, I've had night terrors about it. I was – Introduced to a new money-making idea by someone that asked not to be named. Anybody I know? Mm, yeah. Um, how do I know? I can't get into that. Off air. They asked not to be named. I'm going to be nice and not name them. Fuck them. Is it somebody who begs to be on the show all the time? Because if it does, I just fucking out them. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They've never listened this isn't their idea. <laughs> Lock it up, man. They don't even listen. Sorry. They're not even getting that you're laughing at them right now. Sorry. 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 Continue. <laughs> I took their premise of the idea and kind of twisted it to make it fit what I need. Right. Hundreds. All right. I looked locally on nornrealty.com. There's a sevenplex. Whoa, whoa, what? You're just naming businesses? Yeah, they're providing a service. Dude, you don't put fucking Pepsi in your movie unless you ask Pepsi first. I'm just saying. We have fucking sponsors, I'm okay? I'm telling you, I did research. I'm not, but, we, but we have sponsors. You can't fucking step on our sponsors' toes. They're not They're not a real, local realty company. Oh, okay. As Aaron so eloquently pointed out on last week's Cabin Fever, we're no longer allowed to be called an independent podcast anymore because we have more motherfucking people helping us out than God. Although Norwin Realty caught me a deal and I'll make up, plug you a lot more. Oh, okay, fair enough. They're selling a sevenplex on the east side for eighty thousand. You said it wasn't a local realty company. I said it was a local realty. company. Oh, I thought you said it wasn't. Okay. No, it is. All right. How much? Eighty thousand dollars a sevenplex. Okay. What do you have? A street? Eighteen fifteen Lafayette Street. Oof. No. What are you oofing about? Fuck your oof. And here's why. <laughs> a thirty-year mortgage. Including all the shit that you have to throw Wait, into eighty, thirty year mortgage. No, but the, the how much? Is, the house is eighty thousand. Oh for fuck! A seven plus. I was thinking eight hundred thousand. Fuck I, no! Oh, fuck! Fuck yeah. no! <laughs> I'm Lafayette. You know what you're gonna get if you fucking rent out a house. This on is what I want. Just cool the fuck down, man. <laughs> for fuck's sake! What's Fonzie like? What's Fonzie like? Hey, it'd be cool. Yeah. A 30-year mortgage, <laughs> throwing in all the property taxes, all the fucking bullshit to throw in that they don't really tell you about until it's the last fucking minute, $750 a month was what I would be having to pay for 30 years to pay off this bitch, right? On on 80000 on 80, what are you using for an interest rate? It was at, set at six, I think. Oh, four and a half. Well, that's even better. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm saying at worst case scenario, it'd be 750. I'm thinking five, maybe total. That'd even be even yeah. better. Yeah. Okay. Because because they're currently bringing in, and this was in their actual ad, two thousand three hundred fifty dollars a month in rent. Yeah, that's right. Your fucking jaws open. It's not a bad idea anymore. Let's do it. That is even at paying seven fifty, which if you're saying it could be lower than that, at seven fifty, you're making sixteen hundred dollars a month profit. Which is $19,200 a year. Plus on the east side, you can be a slumlord. You don't have to be upkeeping. Their shit breaks, buy them used shit to replace it. If you don't want to buy any shit, fuck you, move out. 
slumlord. So we're going to do this or what? I need this money. So do I. You're already engaged. I'm trying to, I need to find a 50s woman, man. <laughs> a 50s woman will love you for you because you're a man and she needs a man in her life to complete her. That's what a 50s woman will do. They will, but it costs money to find them because they're rare. They either live thousands of miles away or they're just <laughs> yeah, in they're, some fucking cave somewhere. They're Russian. No speak English. That's a 50s woman. Exactly where I'm going. <laughs> So now that I'm making $1,600 a month supplemental income that I don't need, I looked into mail order brides. Oh, fuck. And I find out, like, of course, their sites were, like, anywhere from, oh, what was it, three to $10,000 fee for the just registering and becoming a member of this site to hook just, you up. Just become a member? Right. Like, that's not even... To, just the to initial br- process of, That's like, not even bring the tits to your house. No, no, no. Just to sign wow. up for the service. Wow. Runs three to ten thousand dollars. Wow! So you have to be fucking serious, right? It's like opening a Hooters. It's like buying a house, basically. Only a house I can suck your cack off. The funny thing is, like, I know there's obviously like hidden, just like a house. There's always hidden shit they don't tell you about until it's way fucking too late and you're, you can't back out. <laughs> like a mole or a lazy eye or inverted nipples. Right. right. Yeah. So I find this guy right because I found a guy writing about his experience with mail order brides, and he's talking about all these fucking weird. <laughs> Weird things that cost you money. Like he's saying, like, you have to buy a translator, which, okay, that makes sense. But he's also saying you need a translator for even emails because some stuff, like, culture to culture doesn't fit right. Yeah, it doesn't travel. Right. And those run 8 to $15 per hour. Um, air, airfare. You can get a translator for 8 bucks an hour? If you go to their country. Yeah. I was going to say, not a great translator around here for 8 bucks an hour. Airfare. U.S. immigration laws require that you need to at least meet that female once face-to-face to get a K-1 fiancé visa. And then once you meet them at least once face-to-face, just getting that visa runs $1,300. Where did you get this shit? This is what this guy was saying. Because oh. someone asked how much it costs. And this guy broke it down. Oh, so like you're reading like a, a like a fact, like a question and answer deal? Right, right. Okay, so you're not actually talking to somebody. No, no, no. All right, all right. And then to get that visa, it was complicated. So he pay, had to pay a translator to read the like legal speak to him. That cost him $450. Then he had to get a room when he was there because you have to meet her. That was forty to ninety, which is pretty fucking cheap, actually. Um, forty ninety, forty, 40 to ninety dollars oh, for okay. room, right, right. and this is in a third world country, right? So that was or a second. Fucking, that was a pimp ass room. Then, um, most second to third world countries require cash and have credit cards and ATMs and shit. So he had to carry cash, and he brought two hundred dollars a day for spending money. Then he also two hundred dollars a day, and he was going to be there more than a day, so he probably brought um, way more cash, and he should have been carrying on him. Most yeah, likely. So he was trying to get kidnapped, is what he's trying. <laughs> he's trying to get kidnapped and beheaded. That's what he's working towards. Hiding the balloon up your ass, and the people won't find that shit. Until now, we're pretty big in the third world. I won't lie. Well, then I'll keep it. In um, actually, we're, we're in the second world. Uh, we're, we're pretty big in the second world, like Russia and Brazil. So once you get to this stage, you need to take her to the American consulate once she has the K-1 visa. And, like, show her off. Like, look at these tits. She has to be interviewed and then given a physical. That costs all about right, another... All right, all right. That's going to... But, like, taking her there and doing all that shit is going to cost you close to another grand. That's what it cost him. Then, and this is the funniest part because I didn't even consider this, but it's so fucking true. He spent $1,500 on a dentist in Russia to fix her teeth because her teeth are fucked up. Because had he brought her back here to fix her teeth, it would have cost $10,000. Oh, because they don't have fluoride in their water. Right, they right, have, right, right. But some of those Russian bitches are hot. They're hot, but they don't have teeth. But well, like those gymnasts and shit, they got teeth. 
But they're government property. Well, then they become your property when you fucking mail order. So anyway, he said the total cost was close to $40,000, which not happening. Well, yeah. And then the best part is she she comes here, right? You marry her. She becomes a citizen. You guys have a fight. You get divorced. She takes half your shit. Not if you don't ever get married. But she's a mail order bride. Isn't that part of the deal? <laughs> if you never seal the deal. <laughs> So, obviously, mail order brides, way too much fucking money. That's out. For that kind of money, I mean, for a fraction of that cost, you could go on a vacation, meet right. a few local people, meet some, like, local women, and be like, if it hit it off, like, hey, you want to come to America with me? Just for Everybody wants trip. to come to America. You pay them in blue jeans. Exactly. <laughs> You'd be paying a fraction of that amount. We have a podcast, right? We have listeners. Some would argue. <laughs> all around the world. Right. Instead of paying forty grand for me to go pay this bullshit mail order bride shit, I could take my supplemental income from being a slumlord and traveling and visiting people around the world and meet some of the local ladies and bring some of them back. Only I won't marry them. I will just be engaged so that when they start not being what I want, goodbye, you're going <laughs> to another part of the world. Well, here's what I think. I think that uh, this whole property management scheme you're going on we split it because I know how to fix shit. Slumlords don't ever fix shit, man. I know how to fix shit on our budget. <laughs> so it's passable by code. Yeah, it's all about <laughs> it's all about cough, paint, and duct tape, buddy. You just you're good to go. But see, I was thinking you could just charge some huge bruiser like a bouncer that does too much coke, so we can't get a legit job. Make him your maintenance guy. And if you can just twirl some duct tape, good enough for me. You're going to be my fix-it guy. I'll give you a, a free room and 30-pack of beer every single day. Could you do me a favor? Just one favor in life in general. Don't pitch illegal shit on our fucking internet radio show. It's legal. No. I'm not telling you to become a crack dude so I can fucking hire you to be my mains man in a fucking you're, slumlord no, house. No, you're, 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 you're very clearly, very clearly pitching the idea that he's your muscle. I'm trying to give a guy that's unemployable a job. I'm trying to be a nice guy and help society. You're so fucking negative, Zach. <laughs> fucking negative. Making me. I'm, I'm I give a compliment to Atlanta police, and you're saying I'm a fucking dick, and I'm slamming when I'm giving him a compliment. Now you're saying I'm trying to call people fucking bruisers. <laughs> I'm trying to give a meaty guy employment. <laughs> Thick people need work too. <laughs> fucking George Mental dick. <laughs> Fucking sit there and cheer and judge me. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Laugh it up. <laughs> Laugh it up. We'll see who's laughing at fucking 30 engaged women live in my house. Just don't marry any of them. There's no legal oh, limit. There's no limit. There's how no. Long? It doesn't matter because they're gone if I don't like them. No. What if they. When I, when I do, I can, have a th I can be engaged to a thousand women what as if long they, as I don't marry one of what them. What if they all stick around for seven years? Then, I, then I'll slowly start buying more and more houses. Seven years, and they take half your shit when they leave, motherfucker. Out at six and a half. <laughs> basically, just keep collecting women, and I grow, and my slumlord basically takes the entire city until I finally meet my 50s woman. I think it's Sell all my shit. I'll make tons of fucking money. Retire early. Probably 40 would be great. Live the rest of my days. Do whatever the fuck I want with my 50s woman. Is that Aplex still for sale? 
Yes, it is. Let's fucking buy that thing. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I got good credit. Dude, 1600 bucks. Even 800 split two ways, man. Crazy, There's gotta man. be a catch, man. There's gotta be a catch because that's fucking dirt well, cheap. You'd have to. It'd be you have to make become Title Nine file file for that shit, which costs money. Uh, but they want you to be Title Nine because there's always demand for Title Nine. Yeah, well, there's a reason for that. It's but a fucking a, headache. But it's a good thing because then you're not relying on the, them to be paying you. You're relying on the government, which is actually more no. Reliable. Because here's the deal: once you become Title Nine, you know what happens. You are obligated to do the upkeep and the maintenance to a certain standard. And that standard is low. It's not. No. It's unfortunately, it's not. Those people live better than us people. I know people that lived in Title Nine houses. They're not that nice. That's because nobody reported them. Exactly. And when they report you, you're fucked, sir. Fucked! Because then the government's after you. And when the government comes after you, they don't stop. Okay, so then, Especially when you're dark-skinned and kind of Arab-looking like me. So then me. if we do this shit, it won't be Title IX, but we're going to kick people. If they're fucking one day late paying, out. You have to follow a certain fucking... Dude, it's hard to evict people. It's hard. You have to, you have to be committed to this if this is what you want to do. For that, kind of, for that kind of money, you could afford people to not pay your rent. <laughs> Wait. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> not on a regular basis, I'm saying <laughs> if it takes a couple months to get them evicted, I, there's enough cushion there to get it done. I, w- I would like to see this house. Is there pictures of it yeah, on the internet? it's online. All right, we'll bring it up after we finish up the show. Because I want to see this fucking house. Oh, I'll, it'll be on. I'll throw the link on Pops Indie. I want to I see if it's worth it. I want to see if it's worth... I don't care what the house looks like for fucking 80 grand making that fucking much money. Could you imagine the shit you would see, though? The shit you would see when people move out. Probably corpses. You pay dead the, cats. Pay the fucking thick dude. The thick dude's the gonna be guy. like, dude, he's gonna be, I'm surly, dude, and I wouldn't touch a fucking corpse. Take him to flirts afterwards, man. I can't go there no more. You don't have to go. Give him a couple money and drop him off. Be like, okay. I'll be back at two. Here's four dollars. <laughs> Here's four dollars. You're gonna be good for like six hours. <laughs> dude, she takes quarters. I've seen her. She's ugly. Dude, I'll give him a fucking... I'll give him a hundred bucks. Whoa. To clean out a trash room? Fuck yeah, a hundred bucks. That's nothing. Oh, I thought you meant to go to flirts. I was like, Jesus Christ, he's going to live like a king in there. Yeah, take totally him to Burger like King, you know. Flirts <laughs> afterwards, pick him up at like, two. Like, hey, uh, uh, after we leave here, uh, hey, what are you doing after your sweetheart? You want to go to the Big Ten Mart and get some chips? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Hmm. But yeah. All right, buddy. I'm telling you. We're quickly approaching the end of our show. And at this point, I would like to take an opportunity to do something. Uh, You you didn't know we were going to talk about this. Don't worry. It's not about you. Don't panic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As of late, our our show, I would say within the last uh, 10 to 15 episodes, has kind of devolved into something other than what it started out to be. And it's been utterly apparent on the boards, I think, on the Pop Syndicate boards. Basically, what we did, and I I dare say this is this show, today's show, has been a little different, but uh we we've gone for the easy joke. We've gone for the cock shit pussy fuck way too much. We're better than that. 
So being our three-quarter of a century mark, from this point forward, I'm raising the bar. We're going to go back to what we were when we started. On the first show, on the first show where you and I were together, there was a certain expectation of quality. I was a fucking Nazi about it. What? You got this fucking look <laughs> on your face. I think you're crazy. I, I agree with you on part of, part of this. But we were much, like, sluttier back then. No, no, no. We weren't. Because here's why. We would take actual issues and discuss them. Right. It wasn't like, hey, let's fire up the show and talk about porno for two hours. We were the daily show for retards. That was our spot. That was our niche. Now we're just for retards. (laughs) (laughs) Right? All right, I see where you're going with this. You see where I'm going right, with this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you look at you look at the pop syndicate boards now. Right question, wrong answer. There's nothing clever about that anymore. It's just how many how many times can you talk about splooging in a girl's face as part of your answer? How many times can you talk about fingering somebody's asshole as your answer? That's not creative. It's not funny. Okay, okay, that's nice. That's nice. But everybody, <laughs> everybody knows. Everybody knows the fact, Zach. It's a fact. Cabin Fever is the greatest podcast. The greatest. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Interrupting you to give my speech. <laughs> Kanye West, motherfucker. <laughs> How's that for pop culture? <laughs> Continue. I know what you did was good, right? I know what you did was good, yo. I know what you did was good. Cabin Fever had the best. What a fucking... I didn't... I, I really want to talk him. about that, yeah. but... It sucked that we didn't do a, rec- a recording earlier because it would have been more relevant. Well, well but... that and I, who wants to give that motherfucker another minute of time? What a fucking asshole move, though. Fuck him. Fuck him. He's got... That is a sad motherfucker. A sad, sad... He, is, he has turned the corner from being like idiot savant to just fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, his life is perfect example of... You know, everybody says money can't buy happiness... And I say bullshit because that's people who either don't have enough money or don't have enough happiness. But look at that motherfucker. A multi-millionaire. Miserable. Fucking miserable. If we start a death pool, I take Kanye. (laughs) I think that motherfucker is going to hang himself by 2015. He's still being adored. The only way he will... You know who adores Kanye? Women. Kanye. No, women. No, what woman? What he's after, after? No, after the shit he pulled at the MTV fucking awards. I no. don't go to the <laughs> bars, but I walk by those bars, and he's played an awful fucking lot. He's making money off that. Making money off what? His fucking speech? The no, his music, which well, is yeah. shit. No, he's making money off of it, but he's still not a fucking happy person. He all. Kanye wants attention. He's getting it. There's people that, even if it's negative attention, as long as it's attention, they're happy. He's one of those people. Hmm. It's some people know, like though. Norm and turn around and he's not played in every fucking club, at every fucking block in every city in the entire world. Then he'll be nothing and nobody and he won't be a god in his own eyes. But he's really not that great. I think he's a piece of shit myself. Like even his like his music is it really that fucking groundbreaking? He puts out a CD. I think his CD was like the top selling like hip hop album of the year. 
I just don't understand it. Like to me, I listen to it and I go, yeah, this sounds like everything else. I totally agree with him. Just saying he's very popular in his genre. Like it sounds extremely like, popular. Like actually. it sounds like nerd. It sounds like, or uh, some people would call it nerd. I no, 100% nerd. agree. But I'm saying yeah. it's he's the guy right now in his genre. As much as I disagree and hate it and don't I like just, it, and don't I just, get it. I don't understand. Like, because I finally, I finally uh, asked somebody like what happened because I still haven't seen it. Like I haven't seen the video. Oh, it's on, yeah, watch it on YouTube. Fucked yeah. up. And so I like I just didn't understand what happened. So somebody told me like verbatim what he. I'm like. What? No, you have to see it. Like, I, I heard about it. I heard about it from, like, a t- probably five or six people at work were talking about it. And right. I was like, okay, that, yeah, that's kind of a dick move, but big deal. I actually went home and saw it, and it was ten times worse than actually hearing it. Did it look painful for Taylor Swift? He walks up on stage and literally yanks the microphone out of her as she's be- just beginning to give her acceptance speech for this award for, like, video mm-hmm. of the year, and yanks it. Takes the entire time she has up on stage and talks about how Con- or Beyonce's video was the one of the best of all time. And talks until they, she's kicked off of stage, and then she's escorted out without saying a word. I have two. I have. This is, I have a two-part answer. One, what would have been fucking classic is if she would have punched him in the fucking face. She's too polite. Two, Beyonce. I I heard she did a really classy thing later. No talent having. She just, can sing. Just good looking. She can sing. Eh. I don't like again. I do not like her music. I see. I I think that but she's she, but she sounds just like every other girl who can sing. Like there is nothing that sets her apart in from everybody else. She's a good. There are some. Sh- Britney Spears cannot fucking sing, and no, I personally but, don't think she's attractive. But she has something that sets her apart. She has marketability, and she has a different sound. Beyonce sounds just like every other fair skin. Straight haired black girl that can sing, yeah, but she can still sing. Yeah, point. Uh, no, I, but I'm saying there's there are a hundred like Beyonce could hit, get hit by a fucking semi tomorrow, and there are a hundred other girls that could just be dropped right into her spot. But they're not dating Jay Z, no, they're not married to Jay Z. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it, like, you can't, you have there, there's stuff that you can't reproduce, you can't reproduce the stones. You can't reproduce the Beatles. I'm not even a Beatles fan. The thing about pop, which I there's n- probably only one thing I do like about pop, and that's this: the fact that everything changes every about two to three years. Remember how huge fucking J Lo was back in the day? Beyonce yeah. is the new J Lo, and guess what? In another year or two, there'll be a new Beyonce, and Beyonce be bye bye. You don't hear about J Lo anymore. Beyonce has been around for a long fucking time, but dude. she ha- she's at her peak. Like she probably peaked actually about a year or two ago. Like. I want her to go away so bad. Soon. Because she talks about herself and about her music like it's gonna like it's Beethoven. Like it's not. I still every time I think of that dumb whore, every time I think about her, I think of Destiny's Child Survivor. And that the fact that one of the fucking lyrics is I'm gonna call you on my cellophone. <laughs> Just add an extra letter if it doesn't rhyme with what you're working with. Just sell a phone. Is that what you wrap stuff in to keep it fresh in the refrigerator? They're trying, Zach. That's half the battle. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, welcome to the new America. We're just trying. Fucking gets you an A. You see, you do this shit to me on purpose because you know. You know the fucking result. No, I, I know it's true. That's why I say this. I just, it just, you know, it. there are there are artists out there that fucking and even Taylor Swift. I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan. I think she tries too hard. She, Taylor Swift is the Avril Lavigne of country. Yeah. 
I agree easily. With that. Yeah. Easily. Because in every fucking video, she looks, even if it's a ballad, like, look at me, I'm rocking out. It's a fucking ballad, sweet pea. All right. Speaking of Amanda, Avril is the most punk punk there is, period. <laughs> End of story. You've seen my argument, and I noticed there was no rebuttal, therefore you agree. Just wanted to point that out. Continue. <sighs> Don't draw her out. <laughs> I had to. She was talking smack, and I had to put her in her place. Which kind of brings us back in a circle to what I want to hear, what I want to see from our listeners. I challenge you listeners to a higher expectation of quality, not only in our show, but in your behavior and in your contributions to the boards. I don't care. Okay. I don't care anymore. How many times you masturbate, how many times you've almost had a same sex encounter. Um, whether you're 16, 18, 40 or 60. All right. Don't try to fucking shock us anymore because one, you won't. There's a big difference between shocking and annoying. Unfortunately, lately, people don't seem to know that. Okay? You're better than this. You don't need to prove yourself to us. Yeah. We'll accept okay. it. We'll we, take all. Yeah, we get it. You listen. <laughs> we get it. You listen. And you're wacky too. Okay? We get it. All right? Knock it off. Just be people. The message boards are a place for us to all go and interact. Not just about this stupid fucking show we do, but about just stuff in general. Movies, music, books, uh, what you'd like to see on the show. Take advantage of that and interact back and forth, okay? I know it's not it's not a popular concept for you to go to your listeners and be like, hey, we do a stupid little fucking internet radio show. You're regular people in your real lives. We get it. We get it, okay? Don't fucking try to one-up us. And don't try to blow everybody away with how wild your life is. Because as with reality, your life is not nearly as interesting as you'd like us to think it is. Neither is ours. Alright? We are surprised every single week that even one person listens to this show. Because we personally don't find ourselves that interesting. <laughs> If we were not us, we would not listen to us. We appreciate that you do. But the fanfare and the shenanigans, it's lost our interest. Yeah. Just be yourselves, man. Just calm down. If you've posted more than probably three times, we know you. So there's yeah. no need to impress. We've accepted you. Yeah. It's just, it, it's not, and it's not a contest. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a, a contest of one-upsmanship and who can outgross the other person. All right? Let's just fucking calm down and get back to where we were when we started the boards. All right. Speaking of, I don't know how these fuck you say his name. H-U-W? Yeah. You're way who? too young to listen to our show. Stop listening. He's in another country. I think it's out of our control. <laughs> <laughs> Most things are out of our control. I think we're, we have an out. Yeah. He recently posted about his band. Right, yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Again, it's on MySpace. I don't remember the exact name of it, but it's dot, dot, dot. Look it up. You'll find it. That's it's on name, our link the on name of the, the name of the band is dot, dot, dot? Yeah. But it's spelled out. D-O-T, D-O-T, D-O-T. No spaces. No spaces. But it's, it's not It's not ellipses. It's dot, dot, dot. You see what I'm saying? It's spelled, yes. yes. D-O-T, 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 D-O-
podcast. Anyway, he recently posted saying he's in a band and just wanted us to check out his site, which I did. Listen to all of his. He had three songs and I listened to them right. all. Are they any good? It, the audio bothered me because the songs I actually kind of liked, but the audio was very poor. And he later posted that he recorded it on an onboard mic. On a, like a, on a the laptop. The whole band, like, they yeah. said a lot. Oh, down, so, fuck. Yeah. It's amazing you could even pick out, like, guitar from drums. But for as, for as young as they are and the fact that that's how they recorded, I do enjoy it. They have a lot of potential. Um, I, I would like to say that I'm glad that they're exploring the musical interest, but I in no way condone a 16-year-old listening to our show. Continue. That's your opinion. It's not my opinion. <laughs> it is your opinion. It's not my opinion. <laughs> You're forced to by law. <laughs> it's it's. You should you should say it too. No, it doesn't bother me one bit. It's I can't control it. So what's the point? I'm not hanging out at the local preschool, handing out fucking misinformation flyers to fucking little like four and five year old kids. Can we do that? It's not illegal, but I I, <laughs> I wouldn't want, I wouldn't I couldn't sleep at night knowing that shit. <laughs> I'm just saying you can't control it. So people listen. That's fine. Right. Okay. They're obviously immature. Right. Well, and I tell you what, if I was 16 years old, I'd listen to our fucking show. As would I. Which is the problem I have with our show right now is the fact that we fucking our base intellect is a 16 year old. <laughs> but my whole point of this bringing this up is the fact that he posted and we actually have a network of people that are into all different kinds of skills. There's people that are very artistic, people that are very like musical, people that are into theater. There's tons of people who have a very good network of people that just bring all kinds of ideas so share and we can probably collaborate and actually you can improve on whatever you're into use it to your advantage we have an like the more i get to meet and get to know people that listen the more i'm amazed by how diverse and how talented our listeners are oh i agree different fields so we can use it to our knowledge and actually maybe improve on whatever it is you're into we can get feedback from each other and even though i may not be very talented in music as you've heard from falcon guy <laughs> <laughs> i still love and appreciate music so i I'll gladly listen to any music you submit and tell you what I think about it. Um, so yeah, use that to your advantage, people. There was oh, one okay, person. Okay, I do have some pop culture. Okay, right. and the news just last week is in the paper. Actually, I read it. Did you hear about this college student? It was somewhere out east. He had come home to his his was his an apartment or rental house. And anyway, he noticed that the back garage door was open, and he he thought it was weird, so he quietly entered the front door and heard a bunch of noise in the garage. So he grabbed a, uh, was it a samurai sword that was oh, hanging yeah. in their house, goes into the garage carrying the sword and sees some guy stealing what shit in the garage. This guy stealing stuff turns, charges the guy. So this kid takes the sword, cuts the guy's hand off, yeah. and the guy still fights him. So he takes the sword, cuts the guy's chest, kills the guy instantly. Dead. How badass is that? He killed a motherfucker with a with samurai the- sword. <laughs> that is awesome, people. Yeah, <laughs> Zach's got three of them. Two and a half. <laughs> totally gonna do it someday. If there was a way for me to get a working lightsaber, I'd do it that way instead. But. Well, see, I know a few people that have swords at home, but all of their swords, like I've actually gotten them out, but they're dullest. I mean, they would—they barely cut hot butter. My dad, uh, when my dad bought me my first samurai sword, he insisted it get mailed to him because he did it mail order. Yeah. Insisted it get mailed to him first, so he could put an edge on it, and then mailed it to me. <laughs> That's a nut, man. (laughs) That is a nut. Thank you for listening to Misinformation Episode 75. (laughs) With you as always, I'm Zach. And I'm Willard. Love you.
What do we do now? Quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <sighs> How long was that? <laughs>